Hey, 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 welcome to the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. I am your host, Rolinda, and I am here as your coach, your spiritual advisor, to guide you through your healing while dropping some spiritual wisdom Jesus nuggets. The Psalms of My Emotions comes from my testimony of overcoming emotional turmoil that ultimately led me to my purpose. And my prayers for this podcast is that it will lead you all that are listening to your purpose while gaining the tools in the podcast for your healing. Let us hop right into another episode and let the healing begin. Hey everyone, welcome, 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 welcome to the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm just tired today, but I'm so glad to be on here for another episode. Uh, let me scoot this back. I didn't know it was going to be just all up in my face like this, but it's good. <laughs> so welcome everybody to Emotion Monday. I'm so excited to be on here today. As you guys might have saw a post on my Instagram, this is the episode for the day is thank God for the pond. If this is your first time on the Psalms of My Emotions podcast, let me just get my little introduction out of the way. Emotion Monday is what we do on Mondays. E is electronic. Motion is movement. God wanted me to get on here on Monday. Look, I asked God for everything, specifics, what time, what do you want me to do? He just said this was just like, you know, we're online, you know, so this is place to create movement, you know, with the people of God to give encouragement, inspiration to drop these nuggets of wisdom that he gives me from week to week. And you know, you guys know or don't know that I call them Jesus nuggets <laughs> that he gives me all the time, unlimited nuggets, grateful you know, that he uses me in that way. And listen, I eat off these nuggets. So I don't get these nuggets just to to have them. I eat off these nuggets, right? I grow off of these nuggets. So it's just too good to not be able to share with others that could grow from it. So I'm thankful for it. And this does stream on YouTube, just search the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. Some people maybe, you know, like to look at stuff on YouTube. You can watch it on the TV. Uh, you can view this also, the streams live on my Facebook group, the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. And then now I figured it out and they added a feature to, you know, the streaming, the stream yard um, is Instagram. So I can go live. I know I advertise a lot on there and I bet people were just like, well, where is it at? I can't watch it. Well, now you can watch it on Instagram. <laughs> I'm not sure if I can see if anyone is commenting, if they are on here, but I'm thankful that, cause listen, I didn't do Instagram for a while cause I didn't want to keep on looking. And so I'm glad it's just all at one space. So just to bring you up to speed, we're just going to go ahead and just get started. I always thank my podcast listeners. This does have an actual podcast platform. It is on anywhere that you listen. If you're a podcast person, you listen to podcasts, you can find the Psalms of My Emotions podcast on Google, Apple, Amazon Music, 
Pandora, you know, anywhere where pretty much you stream or uh, listen to podcast episodes, just in case you're in the car and you can't watch anything or you're busy, you're walking around, you're cleaning the house. This is could be very convenient for you just to listen, right? So it's available on there. You can subscribe. I have just so much. <laughs> I do have an email list and I don't have, it is actually, if you want to get into the email list, I always post the link. It's in my link tree in one of the episodes. So you're going to kind of have to do some digging. <laughs> and not, it's not too much of a digging, but this, it, I, if you are familiar with link trees, it's in the link tree, how to uh, set up for the email list, because you do often sometimes, you know, get inspirational text messages as well. I did add that on with the email subscription. So welcome guys. And you guys know the hashtag or don't let the healing begin. So before I get into the topic, I just want to just announce, I did announce it before, but if any of you guys don't know, I have officially launched my own athletic or not athletic, well, athleisure line. (laughs) My sweatshirts, you know, other things are going to be added later, but it's sweatshirts, t-shirts, and the first collection up to bat is nevertheless. Like this is a prototype. I've been wearing this. You guys have been seeing it. It's a, you know, prototype uh, along with the other ones that I have. The nevertheless collection is now available and it's by the instruction of God to, I started it. I mean, had a business plan and everything in 2021. So this isn't nothing that I just woke up and did. You know, this was strategic and I planned on doing it whenever, but if God didn't give me a date and a dream and when to launch it or when to launch it before, I wouldn't have put it out. Like I, that's something that, cause I'm already working on something else that I had to ask. I'm like, God, does this interfere with what you have me working on? Because you've been harping on me about this thing, right? He said, no, you know, you can do it in a week and get your things together. You already have the bones, just add meat to it. So that's what I did. And it's officially launched. It is e210apparel.com. It's E as in uh, elephant, two, number two, and 10, you know, spelled out, you know, the number 10. And apparel.com is live. It's official. You can order. Hoodies are on sale right now for $39.99. If you don't order, they're going to be (laughs) $44.99. You know, after Valentine's Day, they're going to go up. Right now, it's flat shipping of $6.99. And if you order over $100, it's free shipping. So my label is in the shirts. You won't see Gildan. You won't see any other, you know, I'm specific, you know, if I wanted to, my thing was I want to launch a line and I wanted it to be mine. Right. So it's branded. It's, it's mine, you know, so therefore you can buy it and, and it's an investment. It's a ministry on your back. It's a ministry, you know, that people can see it. I call it, you know, be a walking confirmation, right? You know, you never know what people are going through and you never know when you need the inspiration. You know, you ever put on something and you put it on because it made you feel good or it inspired you to do what you need to do, right? So I always, I want this line to be that line to help people produce, help people create, push them, right? Where they might've given up on something. 
So go ahead and shop. I had did a reveal on here uh, last week. So you could probably look through the videos and get the story and the vision. And also the story and the vision is also on the website as well. It's all complete. It's all done. Glory be to God. Because listen, that thing was wearing me out. <laughs> I do everything. I do my own photos. Photos. I'm my media person, advert person. I'm all of it. Marketing person until, you know, I'm a team of one, you know, right now. So I thank God for creativity, right? God will definitely give you provision. So enough of that. We're going to get into this episode. Thank God for the pawns. Thank God for the pawns. I know you guys ran across the title and was like, what is a pawn, right? (laughs) What is a pawn? (laughs) And we probably have looked at you know, in slang, pawn is often used, you know, you call someone a pawn, you know, it's often someone that is, that uses somebody or that a pawn is something that's used for one's own advantage, right? When you call somebody a pawn, a pawn piece, right? You know, they're just moving pieces that anybody can move around for, you know, like I said, for your advantage. So I just want to give that slang definition first to really get into it. But to really bring you guys into the mind of why I wanted to talk about this. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for putting the side up. Yes, it is. I don't even know if it's sticking here, but I did start. So I wonder if I'll stick up there for a while. (laughs) So let me bring you into the mind of why I'm talking about thanking God for the pawns. So, you know, this came from just conversations with my sister and, you know, when God calls you to a thing, God called you into positions, you know, there's often opposition, right? There's often oppositions through people, you know, I'll leave it there. There's always opposition through people. And sometimes we wonder like, God, why is it so hard to get to from A to B? And it's always something in between that kind of feels like it blocks you or someone is always seems like they're giving you a pushback or opposition all the time. And God has been ministering to me just, I don't know, in a matter of I've been studying uh, the chessboard. I'm not a chess player. Um, So if I get some things wrong, I'm just studying it because I had to study it for, you know, what I'm working on. And you know, God always, when he would speak to me about his plans and what he does, he always says like, you know, I'm the master chess player of my own board, right? And that's crazy when you think about it, because if you think about a a chess board, a chess game, it's already complicated as it is. And there's usually people that could figure out and know how to maneuver the pieces, how to move the pieces, you know, in a way and in a pattern, you know, that it's like really difficult in the mind. But with God being the master chess player or, or, you know, of his own game, he developed this game. Right. So he know how the he knows how to use these pieces strategically. Right. God is so strategic in our lives all the time and how he positions things. So like I, I just mentioned about the opposition, like, God, why can't I go be you told me to be in point B. Why am I going all through these obstacles and all these things? Like, why are these people in the way? 
they're part of the chess game. <laughs> they're part of what needs to happen because the pawn piece is not just to block you or whatever. The pawn piece is actually used to strengthen you, right? It's used in an imposition. If you look at it and it's frustrated about that pawn piece being there, you know, you will miss the lesson and why you had to stay in a position for a while, right? Why you have to stay in a place where you are for a while, right? So I'm, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself because I just want to kind of break down, you know, this, this definition. So like I said, you know, even with just the chessboard being what it is, you know, <clears throat> a lot of people look at it as a game, right? It's, it's a game. It's a game of strategy. It's a game to kind of, you know, get your mind going. Usually, you know, they say it's for, you know, people that are smart, right? Because you just have to know so many moves and know many maneuver many pieces. But when you think about the history of the chessboard, you know, it was a lot deeper than what we perceive it today. You know, the chessboard originally, it was actually a, a thing to use to strategize war, right? It wasn't just something just to play with a person, the original board and I was doing my research and they would say originated in India. Some say it was just, you know, China because of one of the generals or whatever used it to strategize war, right? So this was more of a drawing board, right? So I just want you guys to keep that in your pocket when I'm explaining it. It's a drawing board. And I just said, God has his, his chess board. You know, we are the chess pieces and chessboard, whatever. So, you know, the thing about the pawns is, I don't want to drop this bomb yet, but God uses everything. There's a purpose for everything, right? We always often say God can use anybody. God can use anybody for everything. You know, anything that he wants for his use, we are vessels. So I'm not calling us all pawns, but there are some people that if they don't bend and are not obedient to the will of God for their lives, he will use them as pawns. I'll repeat it again. Sometimes God, you know, we're not all pawns, right? But God will use somebody as a pawn in order to get what he needs out of you. And we may not like that pawn being there. And because of their a disobedience or a rebellion to what God, you know, not doing what God wants to do in their life. God uses them as pawns because he can't use them for anything else. He's just going to move them, you know, in a space of opposition, you know, in order to get something out of you. You know, I know it's kind of weird to you think about it, but that's how he was breaking it down to me. And I said, wow, you know, and then it's like the, the scary part is some of us don't even know that we're pawns, right? We don't even know that we've got so far maybe into rebellion, so far into, you know, just disobedience or whatever that God like, I can't use you as I've intended to use you. So now I'm going to use you <laughs> to be, you know, this blockage, this pawn, this opposition, Right. And when you think about video games, you know, anytime you're at another at each level, there's always, uh, the, you know, they call it a boss. There's always the thing that you have to fight, that you have to defeat before you get to the next level. You know, these are the people that God uses, and He uses the ones that are 
not really adhering to the will of God, he, he will use them, right? To mold somebody else. And we don't look at it as molding because it's difficult, right? We look at it as why is this, you know, person doing this to me? Why is this person doing that? Why is this person doing that in the third, right? But God is trying to pull something out of you, right? God is trying to stretch you. God is using that person to stretch you, those people to stretch you, right? So if he's not gonna, if they're not gonna be used for the intention that they were originally supposed to be used, he's gonna use them, oops, he's gonna use them to stretch you. Right. Like I said, this will is not going to be a long podcast because it's really pretty much straight to the point. And when I looked at the definition, you know, even just more research, you know, the pawns control many squares that prevent enemy pieces moving to that square. They are historically they historically represent soldiers, infantry, armed peasants. (laughs) God will arm. You know, like I said, they're they're the opposition. God will arm a pawn, right? But guess what? It's not, you know, it's to pull something out of you. Like I just keep on saying it. I'm gonna keep on saying it because we're just in this space where we put so much energy into people. We put so much energy into why people do things or why is this person in the way of what God wants me to do or why is this there? And we're not even thinking in a perspective, and it takes maturity, right? But we're not thinking in a perspective that God, I'm supposed to learn something here, right? I'm supposed to learn something from this pond blocking me from entering to this square, right? I'm supposed to learn something, right? So like I said, there are peasants and their structure is important, right? You know, when I was doing my research, their stru- their structure is important because they play a large role in determining the strategic character of the position. And I, I mean, it got my mind all wrapped up. I'm like, okay, God, you're using these people that, because God's going to use you regardless. Any He's going to use you because he's just going to use you. And sometimes that is the thing where people feel like when they're being used, that they're in a right place with God. And we don't even, you don't know that you may be a pawn for somebody else to bring something out of another person, right? You're just going along with the get along and saying, I'm in position with God. And, and God's like, you're a pawn. I'm putting you there for something else. I'm putting you there to cause opposition for something else. I'm putting you there to be a placeholder. I'm putting you there. You know, that don't feel good. You know, well, God, you know, and it's due to not obeying, not following, you know, the, the plan he has for your life. He's still going to put you in that position, but you're going to be used for something else, right? You're going to be used to stretch, help stretch somebody else. And so, you know, like I said, they play a large role and that's the scary part about it. Like I said, you, 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 they don't know that they're pawns, you know, people, they don't know that they're out of, that's just like with Saul, right? Didn't know that, I mean, it was said that the kingdom was stripped. You know, he was stripped away. Like your position is stripped. You're not even, you know, got that on you anymore and still had to operate in his position, right? Holding it for David, 
holding it for David, you know, until David got positioned. And I believe, and I don't know if anyone spoke with this, with this perspective, even though David went through all of that opposition, look how it molded David, right? David had to get trained in a, in a unorthodox way, but until he grew into that position, into that power, you know, he had to be under Saul, which tried to kill him, right? But at the same time, he was being molded. He was getting prepared for the position. So God, in turn, stripped that power or that from Saul, but used him as a pawn, right? I don't even have this in my notes. Holy Spirit speaking right now. <laughs> you know, you. so just to give you guys an idea in the picture, so... If Saul wasn't there giving him that opposition and, you know, how would have David would have turned out, right? How would have David would have turned out? So, you know, that's why I said with the title, thank God for the pawns. It takes maturity to thank God for opposition. It takes, you know, maturity to thank God and not curse, you know, what we tell him to remove. You know, we, we said those prayers, you know, well, God, you know, if this was out the way, I would do, you know, this, that, and the third. And he's like, well, this has to be there because there's something else that needs to be strengthened in you, right? So, you know, I already talked about how how do they people become pawns, right? Like I said, how he explained to me and revealed to me was because it's, like I said, it's just that 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 disobedience, right? Them not following. And so he's like, I'm going to use you anyway but I'm going to use you for a different reason, right? I'm telling you, it was good to me. I said, wow, because we don't think about it like that. You know, the opposition of somebody else could be used for our good. Everything works together for the good of them who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So that means even opposition works in your favor, in your journey to purpose, in your journey to what God has for you, in your journey to what the work he has for you. You need that opposition. It's going to work. It's going to work out and you need it, right? So, you know, I was like, well, what is the job of the of the uh, pawns, right? And I put, you know, sometimes God uh, put pawns there to strengthen your heart posture right? God will send people of opposition or have people of opposition there with you or pushing back with you because it's it's helping you evaluate your heart posture. Sometimes we don't know all the time because the Bible says it. We don't know what's in our heart, right? We don't know what's in our heart. And it takes opposition for our heart to open up and for us to see it, Right? We may not know how angry we really are until we come come to somebody opposing us, right? We don't know if we're dealing with um, unforgiveness until somebody opposes something. You know, we don't know that. And then when it comes to, you know, they might've come and apologized, right? And then it's like, you won't let it go. You can't forgive them, right? And then that's, that pawn did his job, right? It's showing you, you got a problem with unforgiveness right? It's showing you, you got a problem with forgiving people. You have, your heart posture is off, right? If you can't love people unless they do something for you, right? Opposition will come and you'll be like, well, they may not 
treat you as well, then you decide, well, I'm not going to do nothing for them because they ain't did nothing for me. It's revealing your heart posture, right? And God will use that because he's like, you're not, I'm going to put this opposition here to show you what you need to work on because you're not going to be able to go to that next level, right? And then another thing I put, oh, I hate when I can't read my writing. Oh, what does this say? It strengthens your stance. That's what it, having a pawn there, it strengthens your stance. If you have nobody to push off of or to challenge you, you really don't know how strong you are, right? And the things that God has assigned for us, especially in this season for a lot of us, because it's an urgency. I don't know if you guys all feel it, but there's an urgency in the spirit for us to get in position and we have to be strong in that position. You know, we can't just be just weak in that position. We have to be strong. So sometimes, you know, God will have that opposition there to strengthen you, to strengthen you for the, the real battle. It's like the war before the battle, right? He's strengthening you. So like I said, I really didn't have, that was pretty much it that I wanted to talk about. And it's because, I don't know, I just see just a lot of people just, just, it's like we allow people to to stop us or to derail us or to distract us from the things that God is calling us to be and do not knowing that he placed them there this is his this is his chessboard this is his world right you know the 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 earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof it's all his So nothing is happening that God don't know about. God knows about that person there that's giving you a hard time. God knows about that person that's giving you pushback all the time. He knows it and he's using it to pull something out of you that will be needed and strengthen you and ready you for the kingdom assignment. But we don't look at it like that. And then we circle and put so much energy into the person or the people that are doing it that we lose sight, right? We lose sight and where we're going. So then now they're becoming, we're, we're getting engulfed in what they do. We're coming engulfed in how they, they're talking to us, what they do. You're just getting distracted, right? By the people. And then you're not, you know, seeing the lessons. You're not being a good student, you know, to the teaching things that God puts in place, right? I'm saying, Y'all better thank God for the pawns. Thank God for the pawns. I feel bad that the the pawns are the pawns. You know, they don't know that they may have missed their assignment or that they're being used, right? And I'm just thinking, even the devil thinks he's doing something with these pawns, but he's not because it's already orchestrated that God is going to use them to pull something out of you. But, you know, pray for the pawns though. Pray for them that they realize that they're being used in the, in the strategy of something else and not, and they're not even following into the things that God wants for them. But like I said, this wasn't long, a long podcast tonight, but thank God for the pawns. And if you guys want to just, I don't know, it's something with the chessboard and chess pieces. God has been really ministering to me through, like I said, I'm not a chess player, but it's like, it's similar to like how he moves, right? And it's it's 
you know, we get thrown off guard by the movements that he does and we get angry. But, you know, when you're a child of God, you're in that position with God. It's for your good. It's going to work out. That's what helps me think about the movements of God. I'm just like, it's going to work out. It's going to be all for my good. (laughs) So thank God for the pawns. Okay. (laughs) So that's it, you guys. For those watching the replay, you know, for those that are on, I pray that this blessed you. And you guys know I have to do this. This had been a burden on me for, I think, it had been like the last couple of years, you know, uh, the charge of, you know, being a minister and, you know, I'm talking about Christ. He says, what's the use of talking about him and you don't offer him, right? You know, this isn't an interaction type of thing, you know, but to know that, It is so simple to get Christ. You know, there are people that run. You never know who's watching, who watches the replay. You never know, right? But when God gives you an assignment, you have to, I'm talking about Christ, but I have to offer him, right, as well. I have to give give people a plan, (laughs) you know, the plan to salvation. So I told God and gave my word that I will always do it, right? Because... If I'm talking about Christ and don't offer offer him, what am I doing, (laughs) right? I don't think I'm doing my job. So I'm going to get this prepared because I have my plan of salvation that I'm going to do really quick. Well, not quick, like I'm rushing, but, you know, so I'm going to go ahead and do the salvation. Those that are jumping on, you'll have to catch the replay because I'm done tonight. This was a pretty quick podcast, you know, it's plain and simple, straight to the point, you know, don't despise opposition pretty much in a nutshell. If you don't remember anything that I said, don't despise opposition. It's molding you, it's shaping you. The people that he has to use is stretching you, you know, not telling you anything that I don't know. Right. So here we go with the plan of salvation. It is located in Romans 10 and 9. It states that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved for it is with your heart that you believe is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth you confess and are saved. So, you know, you can read this for yourself. It's Romans 10 and 9. And this is a heart thing, right? You just don't say it with your mouth and say it as you just repeat, or you're using it as a challenge. You have to say this with your heart, right? You have to say, God, I want you coming to my life. You know, I know you died for my sins. You rose on the third day. You know, I want to give my life to you, you know, completely today. You know, you can say it how you want to say it, just as long as you believe it and you want to walk in it. And then after that, you know, there's still development. You want to get baptized. You want to learn more about Christ, right? Because sometimes when people are newly in Christ, there's so much out there on the internet that things look like Christ and it's not, right? Because you're not, you're new, you're a babe in Christ and you're going to pick up things and then, you know, you're going to be confused in some things. So, you know, my thing after that, after you accept Jesus verbally, you know, in, in your heart that, hey, I want a new start. I want a new life, God. You know, I want to accept you into my life, you know, come into my life. I give it to you, right? After you do that and, and mean that, 
that's the best part. But also you want to continue to know more about him, know who you gave your life to, you know, his ways, how he loves. So, you know, get to a, a church that believes in the Holy Spirit, that baptizes and that teaches the Bible, right? That teaches the Bible, has Bible studies, all of that, you know, so you can grow, right? I'm telling you something that is, I'm not telling you anything that I don't know, but you know, I love, and I always say this, I love that at the end of the day, you know, when it time, when it's time for me to leave here, I would love to see the highlight reel of those that came to salvation because of this, right? Or, you know, I would love to see it because you don't meet people, you know, you don't meet everyone that you bring to salvation. Anyone can watch these videos, even without me offering, offering it and could come to Jesus. Like that's what blesses me the most right? You know, teaching passionately about Jesus, giving my testimony, helping people, dropping these nuggets, and then they want Christ. Hey, assignment is done. <laughs> so I thank you guys for tuning in. Again, if you just jumped on here, catch the uh, replay that will be available as soon as I get off of here. Next week, I don't think I'm going to be on, but the Valentine's Day special which is going to be on Monday. It's on the 12th. And it's, I forgot what it was called. <laughs> I think it said that God healed my heart just in time. So a lot of you know my testimony, but I don't even know how I'm going to bring it, but he healed my heart just in time. So this is going to be good. You know, I believe if you're single, you know, just as I am, you know, Valentine's Day could be hard, you know, for a lot of people, but it also could be a healing time, you know, a time of, knowing who you are, knowing whose you are, if you want that, right? You know, just failed marriage and everything else, you know, I just knew that that wasn't it. You know, I was missing something and, you know, God is everything. You know, when you get to that point, you're not going to hold something as a relationship or whatever in high regard. Like Valentine's Day, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to go. Uh, Valentine's Day, I always treat it as a way to treat myself, right? I'll buy my own flowers, you know, I'll buy candy. I'm trying to do good, so I'm, I might not buy candy this time. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'll buy some candy, I'll do flowers, and, you know, all of that, watch a movie, all of that because, right? You know, I don't need, I don't want to depend on somebody to do that for me. Right. And then feel like you have to be depressed on Valentine's Day. It's a it's a man-made holiday. It's something that was made up. But I'm gonna tell you what what is going on with this Valentine's Day is that, you know, and that's so funny how God had me launch my line because it was a he told me to be bold in my expression, like show me, show people how much you love me, you know, through what you created. But it's on Ash Wednesday this year, right? You know, that's what, you know, you could look up what Ash Wednesday is, but Ash Wednesday is on Valentine's Day. And I found that to be so, you know, to, that's a way to be bold in your faith and to really get in touch with God. So, you know, I want to encourage you singles out there, those that are listening to the podcast, you know, you don't have to wait for anybody to do anything for you, right? You can do it and be satisfied doing that on your, you know, don't hold that as a you know, your life is not going anywhere or you're not doing anything great or you're not doing anything right. 
because you don't have anybody. And that doesn't mean you don't can't desire, but don't let it be an idol. You know, that's what I always say. Don't let it be an idol, especially with holidays like this, right? So I thank you guys for uh, tuning in and I will catch you not next week, but you can probably stay tuned to some thought of the days and I will see you later. Thank you.